On this episode, I speak with Tia Anderson of Heartland Bank and Deborah Botten of NIU, who are leaders in Gather, a program of the DeKalb Chamber of Commerce. Now in its third year, Gather is a women's leadership organization that helps strengthen the overall business and nonprofit community in the DeKalb area. We talk about why the program was founded and how they are working to support all women. We discuss how women can get involved even during this pandemic. I am a proud member of Gather along with nearly 100 other women and I encourage everyone to think about how you can get involved today. Go to decalb.org for more information. I hope you enjoy our conversation. We hope you enjoyed this episode of All Things Local, a monthly podcast brought to you from the School of Public and Global Affairs at Northern Illinois University. I'm Dr. Alicia Shadman. Join me next time to discuss issues and ideas facing our local communities. To learn more about our faculty and programs here at NIU, go to niu.edu backslash SPGA. Well, welcome to All Things Local podcast. I'll have each of you introduce yourselves first. So I'm Tia Anderson. Um, I have lived in the DeKalb community since 1994 when I came out here to go to NIU and uh, met my husband and have a son and we just never left. Um, and I am retail manager at Heartland Bank here in DeKalb on South 4th Street. I'm Deborah Bouton. I uh, work for NIU Athletics. Been here since November of 2009. I'm a native Texan, so <laughs> I always joke with folks that we um, kind of measure our time in winters. So uh, we've been here, I guess, 10 winters. Although my husband missed the first one because he stayed and took care of stuff back home, back in Texas. So, um, you know, we really enjoyed being um, in the DeKalb County area. Obviously, we moved here for a job at NIU and um, you know, just really enjoyed it. My husband um, is operations manager at Sundog. Uh, he's also in the army. So we kind of have some interesting kind of cross roots and sort of tangled up all around, all around DeKalb and, uh, and Sycamore. So uh, it's been wonderful. Um, you know, I told someone, I don't know, probably about a couple of years ago, uh, the community's really kept us, you know, locked in to, to being here and serving again, not just NIU, but also the community. And obviously that's what we're talking about here today is sort of what other community assets do we have that really make this place super special, so. Well, thank you both for being here. Tia, did you, where did you come from before DeKalb? Where'd you grow I up? I came from Rockford, Rockford, Illinois. So um, I was in the CAPA program in Rockford. Don't know if you've ever heard of it, Creative and Performing Arts. So something that um, I had to beg and plead my parents is on the other side of town. It wasn't my high school close to my home, um, but I tried out and made it and just absolutely loved doing the creative side of things. And then it's funny because if you ask me today if I'm a creative person, I'm going to tell you no. <laughs> I don't feel that I am. Um, but back in my high school years, I think that I was. But I was born, raised in Rockford and like I said, moved out here. And, I, and like Deb mentioned, I just can't, this community is just amazing and it draws you in and it makes you just not want to leave. It's such a great group of people that comprise this community. Do you remember your first job? And if you do, what do you remember about it? What sticks out? <laughs> I remember my first job. Um, I was turned 16 and I was applying everywhere and no one would hire me because I had no experience. Go figure. <laughs> So um, my boyfriend at the time, his father was an audiologist in town. 
So he hired me for the summers to work and take, uh, read the audiograms and transfer them from paper into the computer systems. And what I remember most is sitting in a room by myself every day and there was a radio in there and the only channel was the oldies channel. So I know probably every 50s and 60s oldies song. <laughs> and as a 16 year old running around, you know, the town singing 50s and 60s and it's still with me today. So that's what I remember the most is getting my love for the oldies. <laughs> Deborah, what do you remember? What was your first job? Um, you know, I was thinking about that question. So I roofed houses one summer with a friend of mine, a friend of the family. Um, I, I was telling our head basketball coach of the day, I was like, that's the best shape I've ever been in to go to college to play soccer, uh, was that year. Um, it was super hard work, um, outside every day. Um, and it was, um, really awesome. So I enjoyed that. So what do you remember just being that that was the best shape in your life? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. I was probably the yeah. best soccer season I ever had wow. was after that, after that, um, summer, because I pretty much worked out you know, all times every day. So, yeah. um, yeah. And just, I think too, like, uh, you know, every now and again, we go and hire someone to come with us and, and work with us. And, uh, it was amazing. The people that we had come along with us to work for us, they worked so, so hard. Um, and just, it's just hard work, hard labor. Um, yeah. and I think I just appreciated, uh, that, that industry for sure. And how, um, again, how hard it is you have to work to, to earn a dollar, I guess. So the reason um, why I asked both of you to come on today is to talk about gathers. A few years ago, um, I was actually sitting, floating in a pool at Jennifer Gross's house, <laughs> another pretty prominent community member uh, that many, may, maybe some of the people on the podcast know. Um, and we were just kind of hanging out and I said, uh, hey, how do we create something where we can, where we can really connect um, all the women in the community. I felt like there there wasn't anything that was super robust or anything that I really knew about um, that was um, talked about a lot. And there were a couple of um, um, organizations in town uh, in the county that had some some of this, uh, but uh, you know it got down to what is it what does it maybe look like? What can it look like for us? Um, and so we went to the DeKalb Chamber and. Um, and talked to Matt Duffy about options. Uh, so Wendy West and Jill Tritt had started an organization called Women in Management a number of years before. Um, and, it, and, it, and it kind of looked and sounded like what Gather ended up being. And it was really their sort of seed money there in the chamber that kind of got it started up there again. Um, and I think it just got a little bit, a lot of work you know, to bring in speakers every single month. So when I actually talked to Wendy and Jill initially and said, hey, what were your ideas? How did you create it? What did it look like? Just so we kind of had a sense of the history of what organizations were, um, were running out of the DeKalb Chamber. And so they, you know, kind of told us what what they did and, and sort of gave us some advice on what options that we might want to do. And um, so we just kind of took it from there. And it was super grassroots the first year. I know Tia was part of it, I know, the first year. And it was really a lot of leap of faith of people saying, Hey, yeah, this is great. This is something I want to be part of. And, and a lot of it was um, initially a lot of social gathering. Um, you know, I, I am not a big fan of the word networking because I think guys network, women, you know, connect. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of name tags. Uh, it's okay if you forget someone's name, like it's the vulnerability of each other and, and, and 
ask people some their name again and then you'll remember it next time. So I'm really just trying to find those little personal connections with people, um, with the women of the community and, and really how powerful we can all be together um, when, when we are together. So that's, that's kind of in a nutshell, uh, you know, kind of the last three and a half years of the organization. And again, I want to turn it to Tia a little bit to talk about just her membership initially and then the support that she's provided on a corporate level and, and why that's been so important to what she's tried to do for us. Well, I remember sitting at an Athena Awards dinner a couple years back, and that was the first time that Gather was mentioned. And it was a little cryptic. I think they were still working out the details at the time. So it was kind of a look for this, more to come, about women. And I'm like, what is this? What's this Gather? It's so mysterious. And, but it's women empowerment and supporting one another. And they were talking about, you know, you, an Athena Award uh, nominees and winners and then you don't hear about really the, the impact that the women have on the community until the next time the award ceremony comes along and then you see these names again so it's like let's not let this fall apart during the year let's stay connected and and still mentor and build relationships and engage and I really wanted to find out more and be a part of this so I, I think I was kind of stalking the chamber website, you know, when are they going to post more information on Gather? Maybe made some phone calls, talked to Deborah, talked to Jennifer. And then as it started to build momentum, it's like, how, what can I do to help support this and maybe bring my um, organization, Heartland Banket, involved and help support with some of that um, fiscal dollars to get us off the ground? And fortunately, working for a company that is very supportive of empowering the women on their team, there was no hesitation there. So we were able to come in as um, supporters monetarily, and then I just didn't want um, to miss a beat. And I know Deborah talked about that first year where it was still grassroots. There were times when we would have gather for lunch, and it might be me, Deborah, and Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> and as, which was wonderful. I, I enjoy my time with them. Um, but then as time goes on, we, we go to this gather lunch a year into gather and we have 45 women there. And it's like, wow, how did this go from the three of us, sometimes five to now 45 showing up for lunch and then over a hundred showing up to um, events. And as the time gone, you know, went on, I just, I, I can't imagine what I can't imagine what this was like prior to Gather coming on board. I mean the the support and the encouragement and the motivation and the inspiring and walking into a room full of women that aren't judging you and they're there as a safe space and everybody is on that same mentality and page is it gives me goosebumps. Now, is it unique to DeKalb Chamber of Commerce, or do these things um, exist in other chambers? Did you have a roadmap, or were you kind of inventing this? We had a little bit of a roadmap, as I mentioned, the uh, women in management uh, group that was part of the chamber before. Um, and there are other organizations within chambers that, um, that are similar to this. Okay. Uh, so... But again, I think what um, was unique about our, the way we started it was, like, let's start it with really just getting to know each other. 
um, and creating that network where, like Tia mentioned, you walk into the room and it's kind of like walking into cheers each time, you know, it's like, oh, yay, you're here, such and such name. Um, and, and, and amazing, you know, Tia mentioned the, the, um, the lunch that blew up, we had like 45, 50 people, and I was late to it for whatever reason. I walked in and I, I, I kind of started crying. I was like, literally Tia and I'm sitting around in lunches where it's just me and uh, her and now you know all these all these great women and 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 not not necessarily like the connections that I was looking for but that the connections that they were all looking for and you're like wow did, did were we able to create this thing um, and really create something special uh, so and now we the roadmap looks different you know we, you know, Tia says it was cryptic. It was cryptic because we hadn't really uh, put it all together yet. You know, we were kind of shooting from the hip a little bit um, on what it might look like initially. And it was, we had a chance at Athena to say, hey, we have a captive audience. Let's talk about it. And I think we were still probably planning events, you know, as we were going. So uh, obviously not ideal, but it was like, let's, we've got to get something going. Um, and now into our third year, and we've added quite a bit of um, new content and we've added some some leadership, some professional development stuff that I think, again, now that we've established some connections among the group, now we can really get together and kind of get to the meat of what maybe, uh, you know, moving, moving all of us forward. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been amazing, really. So what do you think this, why do you think this group is so important for this, uh, for DeKalb County specifically? So we're, we're a university town, we're kind of rural, but we're kind of suburban. <laughs> it's a very different place um, than other places that I've lived anyway. Why do you think that DeKalb County is so suitable for a group like this? Well, I can say some of the things that I've seen. Um, one, I mean, what, what town wouldn't want this amazing gather? But <laughs> to be able to go out and I can call anybody, I can pick up the phone, I can say, hey, I'm experiencing this. I know during our conversations, you had the same thing. Can you walk me through it? And when you mentioned the university and even we'll go to high school, um, you know, working with these young women in school, we've had an opportunity as gather to bring them on and connect with them and answer their questions and kind of guide them. And let me tell you, these young women are so amazing. I think of myself at that age and I can't grasp how advanced they are. I have such high hopes for humanity when I meet these women and the questions that they ask, like, um, can you tell me how do you delegate? It's like, well, that's the question we're still trying to figure out. I mean, it's amazing. So to be able to have um, these organizations in our community like Kishwaukee Education Consortium, um, with the, the high school kids and to work with them, I think is unique in our community of DeKalb. Um, and that's one thing too, that I truly enjoy my time with those individuals. And um, I'm glad that we were able to incorporate that in kind of the gather model. Yeah, Alicia, I think you, you hit it when you mentioned, you know, how diverse professionally that this, that this area is. Um, and we do, and we have work to do, no doubt, um, but we have really, you know, tried over time to go to uh, different areas, it, it, you know, we, 
you know, with Jennifer and I really kind of leading some of this, it, it started as, you know, sort of the, the NIU club, it seemed like to me, and I was like, well, that's not what, I, that's not what we want, you know, that is, we, absolutely, we want folks from NIU to join up with this, but there's, there's a, you know, a million other industries that are, that are um, super important and influential, and, uh, and I think that we've done an okay job inserting ourselves into into each of those um, industries and we again we have some work to do you know fortunately like the um the school district folks uh have a real hard time being engaged in it because our events sometimes aren't conducive to when they can do things you know they can't go to lunch right and so we've tried to kind of take that in mind and say okay well what are those things we get added in you know we added in a book club we added in some nighttime stuff we added in i don't know so we're always sort of trying to think about how do we continue to really um, cast a wide net on events and um, you know professional development opportunities that would that would make it make sense for a multitude of, of types of people? So again, we have work to do, um, but it is it is something that I think that our you know small little advisory committee works on all the time to say, okay, are we really hitting the areas that we need to hit? Um, and and Tia mentioned it, you know, just the outreach. I think the fact that the you know, the education system here is, is phenomenal. Obviously, we have Kish College, we have NIU, um, much, you know, a lot of different options. And we've done a lot with, with both. But again, we can always do more. Um, but I think it's, it's really the, uh, the outreach. And that's part of our mission, too, not only just to help each other raise up, but to help up to raise up the next generation of leaders. And I think that's a super, super important thing that we're that we're charged to do. So this group, just like every other uh, individual organization, whatever, has to adjust to COVID. <laughs> so what did you guys do initially and what are your plans going forward in this crazy pandemic we are in? <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny because, of course, we're called gather and it's told <laughs> that you can't gather. <laughs> right. No pun intended, but yes. It's like the worst right. name I right mean, now ever. Then the name. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think we have able to get together um, like most via Zoom and we've had some um, meets that way with some very inspirational leaders talking through that. And what was, what stands out to me more than the actual topics of the leadership calls or the Zoom meetings during this time I don't want to call it meeting. It's not a meeting. It's a get to, it's a gather, gather via Zoom. Um, but, you know, we looked at each other and we said, how are you? And it's so important because when we were a month, two months, three months into this pandemic and we were all having feelings, um, experience and different experiences through that time and nobody really asked how are you with the true intent to listening to your answer? And I remember one of those Zoom gatherings where we did that and it was, um, it, it, it was emotional, I think. Because people and were being again, really honest. People being really honest yeah. and, and thinking, I'm being asked this and they truly want to know how I'm feeling. And I, again, I'm getting goosebumps again <laughs> for talking about it, but I remember leaving that gathering and I felt probably 15 pounds lighter. It was just like, I got to talk about my feelings. I got to know I'm not alone in feeling this way. And, uh, you know, so that's what just shifting to what is happening. And it's off the fly. It's off the hip, kind of like Deborah said earlier. 
Um, we've done drive-through events during Gather, um, which fortunately I got to be a part of the actual handing out things at the drive-through event. So I got to see everybody. <laughs> I wish everybody that drove through the event got to see everybody. Um, but of course, during these times, that wasn't feasible at that point in time. But um, I know that we are constantly working together as a smaller group within Gather to design ways for us to still connect with one another. We had a membership directory that went out. You, we were encouraging people to call and say, hey, call someone on this list that maybe you don't know very well. Um, see how they're doing, touch base. Um, so that's just kind of some of the things that we've been doing through this adjustment period. I'll let you elaborate anything more, Deborah. So if we've sparked anybody out there that's listening to the podcast and they say, this might be something I wanna do, what are different ways they should think about connecting? What are the different ways? Where do you need help? Where, where can they connect? Sure. So right now, it's super special time. Uh, every year in Gather, after the midway of the year, um, obviously the membership is prorated to half a year. So it's really reasonable to join right now. Um, I think chamber membership, I think it's $62.50, something like this. And then for non-chamber members, it's a little, a little bit of a surcharge. Uh, if you want to join for the rest of the year, there's also options to, to come to events um, at, at one off um, and then $35 and the events are listed on our website. There's also these uh, show up, these meetup things we've been doing. Obviously those have been sort of less, a lot less um, just because we haven't been able to eat inside. The last time we ate, ate inside was what, March 5th or something, March yeah, 10th. Yeah. I don't know, something like that. Um, so those have been a little bit sporadic, uh, but I know, for example, we had a meetup at the farmer's market um, last month, and I think that I didn't, wasn't able to go, but I think it, it looked pretty fun. The picture I saw on today on the website looked really fun. So lots of different options, some, some that are no cost, um, just come by your lunch if we are able to have those, and then some of the events are a nominal fee just to really cover, cover the cost of the event. So. Um, I hope that anybody listening that is interested either would contact the chamber or contact me or Tia and, and we'd love to, you know, link up with them. One of the things that I think is important for a women's group is, is, is arriving there, if it's their first time arriving with a friend uh, and, and knowing someone's going to be there to kind of take you around and make sure that you get integrated right away. That, that, that's important. Uh, to to the growth of our organization to say yeah you know meet me there meet me there and and let me let me introduce you to some people I said this last year at the Hall of Fame dinner Chamber Hall of Fame about Jennifer Grow she's the she's the penultimate connector she you is. know every every event I ever went to with her to she she introduced me to ten people and now when I have new people who are new to NIU or new to the community I'm able to do that for them and it's and it's such an amazing gift that she gave to me that now I'm able to do for gather. And then also obviously in my work at my work. So um, those are the ways people can be uh, come, come connected. Just, just come out, come out and be part of it. I just want to throw out there that during this time too, is not a time to back away or say maybe next year or maybe later when things change. I mean, this is the time to get involved or to continue your involvement because we're here to support you in any ways that we can figure out and make work. And we had built such a great momentum leading into this. 
we just want to keep that momentum going. So don't step back, get involved, especially during this time. And we're just, we're helping each other all through it. Um, I know I've heard from a handful of people how they have felt like they were maybe a big introvert or didn't really know how to make connections with people. And they're very intimidated by that. And they stepped out of their shell, out of their comfort zone, and they were able to make some connections that they felt they would never have been able to have done before because they felt so comfortable in the environment to do that. Um, I've also had some connections, some people talk about they've left their current, their former now place of employment and got um, a new new employment, something that's more in their passion, more in their line of what they want to do through connections that they've met through Gather as well. Um, so a lot of, and, and I have people coming up to me left and right saying, thank you. Thank you so much for this group. Um, or a honk or a wave out a window. Woohoo, gather! You know? <laughs> That's why you like those drive through events, right? <laughs> it's that immediate feedback. <laughs> That's what I miss face to face. Deborah, what about you? Have you have any of those stories that people walk up to you and, and thank you for doing this and something happened to them? Yes, I, similar to Tia, um, I, and this was sort of third party, uh, third hand, but I had heard of a, an individual that, again, sort of made a career change mid-gather membership <laughs> and really, uh, I think, was inspired to make the career change because of the encouragement, support that she knew she'd get um, with our group. So again, I think those are unique experiences, but they, but they build on each other. And if you're able to stack those things and to say, you know, Tia told me that one time that I was awesome and I, I am, right? Just, I mean, those little tiny little voices in the back of your head that you've got a hundred women um, that 100% support what you're doing. And if you fail, they'll be there for you. And if, when you succeed, they're there for you as well. So I just think, it's just an amazing organization. And, and, uh, and again, I mentioned earlier about uh, maybe you don't see these folks all the time, especially right now, and you don't remember everything that they told you, everything that they do, but, they're, but the relationship, um, personal like relationship is, is, is genuine and there. And I, I can't wait to get back in person. You know, I, I really thought I really thought when this all happened, I'm like, oh, I'll be fine. You know, I'm good. I work, I work by myself. Good. I'm, I'm really, I'm locked in. I got this. I'm terrible. I'm awful at this. Apparently. We need people. Really, We're well, social beings. I, <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, oh, this isn't that big a deal. I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a hundred, I don't have a hundred friends. I'm like, oh yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do actually. Right. So um, this has been interesting for me just emotionally to try to, uh, to make work and, and Tia mentioned it earlier, just um, even though it was, even though it's on Zoom, seeing each other, uh, especially early was, was super, super critical. So you, you, both of you said that you do work with a lot of young people, um, either high school, college age, that kind of thing. So thinking back when you were 20, um, what would you tell yourself or what kind of counsel do you give these young women coming up that you wish somebody might have told you maybe? Or wish things that, you know, what, what advice do you give them to those 20-year-old students who I have in class too? <laughs> For me, I would say if, if future Tia talks to you, listen to future Tia. <laughs> 20-year-old Tia. Um, I think taking risks. 
I feel when I was 20, I didn't put myself out there enough. Um, I was scared. I was nervous. Uh, and if I think back to it, I think I wish I would have taken more risks. However, I wouldn't be, I guess, sitting here with you today if I did different paths back then. So hard to say, but um, definitely, I think that would be my biggest thing. Take, take a little more risks. For me, I think it's, it's building a net. I use the word networking. I said I don't like that word. <laughs> but building your people. I, you know, when, when we have college kids or high school uh, kids come in and um, participate in these sort of events right now, I, I think in my head, I'm like, man, if I did these when I was 20, I mean, I, I waited till I was older just to realize the impact of the connections that you can make and should make to really, um, you know, grow your experiences, grow your people. And if I knew at 20 how important this was and I started it then, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I just, I love the fact that, uh, that they're already exposed, even if, even if they don't like it. I mean, some kids, some students walk in and they're like, I, this is the most miserable thing I've ever done in my life. And I was like, I get it. I know it's, it, I know it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But if you get used to it, if you do it more, it becomes so much easier. And then what I love about Gather is, is it's, Tia mentioned it earlier, it's a safe place to practice. It's a safe place to kind of mess up and forget somebody's name or get little catch up on your whatever you know it's yeah. safe yeah. and so and so then you go into another um event like that that maybe doesn't look the same maybe has a little bit uh a little you know danger danger in your you know back of your head but you're like hey i can do this and i've done it and this is easy and now i'm gonna go do it so introducing a 20 year old me to that oh man i i don't know who knows what i would be doing probably, <laughs> probably the same thing but man i'd be so much better at it <laughs> any women out there listening i highly encourage you to get more information come to an event you don't have to be a full-fledged member out of the gate if you're not comfortable with that just show up um like Deborah mentioned, you can go on the chamber website, which is decal.org and pull up gather and it'll have the list of the events. You can reach out to any of us and, and I'll be your friend. I'll take you to that event. I would be happy to do that. Um, but please look into it. And I, we've been talking about women all this time, but I do want to say that there, a lot of the men in the community have been very supportive of this as well. And um, which has been huge, especially when you have other organizations in town that are sending their female employees and supporting them financially to come together is greatly appreciated. And um, I do want to say thank you to the men out there, too, that are giving this um, their thumbs up and their endorsement as well. What I'd like to hear of anybody's on this podcast of, of ways that we can have better outreach. Um, uh, to, to all kinds of um, organizations, all kinds of people. Um, and what are we missing? I mean, um, I think having a, getting a real good look at yourself and analyzing where else we need to go and find folks and bring them aboard and, and make sure that we have the influences that we need to make us a super strong organization is really important. So I hope that uh, 
that not only do we have the folks that want to come on and they're going to meet up to you for the next event and, and, and get on board, but also folks that are like, hey, what about this? Hey, you've missed this. You know, early on, we had some folks that, that said to me, initially said, you're missing some things. You're missing some areas of people. And, I listen, and we listened to them and said, you're right, we are. And we appreciate the feedback. And we want to make sure that we are an organization that the women in this community, all women in this community feel like they can come be part of. So I think that's another really, really important aspect of, of our next, next level of gather. So I hope that we're able to get there. What are some folks, if they're in the nonprofit sector and their, their businesses, organizations don't have the funds to support them? Um, what are ways that they, they could participate or are there opportunities to, to have those fees kind of examined for the nonprofit groups that are out there? Yeah, there, I know there is a discount for nonprofits uh, if they're able to contribute to it. There's also scholarships. Um, one of the, and Tia mentioned about the financial stability of our organization. Um, there's uh, a number of um, folks that have come on board in addition to Heartland Bank and that's uh, some of the funds we prioritized for for scholarships. That was another um, piece of from the beginning was <laughs> I don't want this to be uh, a barrier to come on board and experience this awesome group of women. Uh, I don't want finances to be a barrier. So there's actually a link also on the Gather website um, through the chamber for scholarship opportunities and um, either partial scholarships or full, you know, depending on the situation. Um, but there there are those funds available. Again, so we just, what are ways that we can make sure that the barriers are low, um, the group is inclusive, the professional development is helpful, and the relationships are super strong. So those are the things that we wanted to make sure that we prioritized um, from the beginning, and I, and I feel like we have. And if I can just make mention, um, not only with the nonprofit, and we talk about area businesses, but we have a bevy of retirees um, as a part of Gather too. So I don't want to neglect um, that group of amazing women because they sure can, they sure bring a wealth of knowledge and wisdom and um, really, really help in our rounding of our, our group. So all women. <laughs> Just grow yeah, the circle. Really. Yeah, grow the circle. There, there's so much we can learn from each other. It's, it's, it's amazing. Tia, thank you for bringing that up. I, I, that was another piece. Someone asked me initially was, do I have to be a professional to join? And I'm like, right. oh my gosh, no. I mean, you can or no. Yeah, right. You be who you are. That's what we want. And that was another reason why we kind of, we backed down on the women in management title, the group. Um, right name to just say gather period come i mean shoes and shirt for sure but i mean other than that we don't care just come on oh mask mask now you gotta wear the mask <laughs> shoe shirt mask got it deborah shoe shirt mask um, <laughs> but uh and so you know trying to make sure that the words we use and how we recruit folks and how we put out our information is yes you yes you and you and you and also you so <laughs> Yeah. We hope you enjoyed this episode of All Things Local, a monthly podcast brought to you from the School of Public and Global Affairs at Northern Illinois University. I'm Dr. Alicia Shadman. Join me next time to discuss issues and ideas facing our local communities. To learn more about our faculty and programs here at NIU, go to niu.edu/spga.